0: Welcome to the Better Strangers Podcast. My name is Eric McEwen, and I'm your host for this show. The show is all about having conversations with complete strangers. That's right. I, Eric McEwen, am going to have some conversations with someone I don't know, because I feel I am bad at conversation. So why not jump in headfirst and talk to a complete stranger? What you are going to hear is a full, unedited conversation. All awkward pauses, and everything else is left in. It's not cleaned up, it's not gussied up, it's not shined or anything else. Today I speak with Andy Servant. I think I got that right. I'll get it right at the end of the podcast. You'll, you'll hear. We get into pronunciation. I don't want to spoil it, guys. Spoiler alert. We get into pronunciation of last names. So without further ado, let's get on to the conversation, and I will talk to you on the other side. Uh, hello, Andy. Hello, uh, Eric. Uh, so, um, just to get things out of the way here, we are strangers because I don't believe we've ever talked at all. Um, no,
1: I, I believe that is true.
0: I believe we are friends on Facebook. I'm not sure why. I probably... You
1: no, know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was wondering about that actually before you called. Um, uh uh-huh. Because I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure... I'm not sure how that happened. I mean I'm glad it did obviously, but um 'cause I, I don't know, I tend to be a little uh not choosy, but right. You know, I, I tend to not accept the you know the random limitations unless yeah, unless I know who that person is or have a you know, generally if I talk to them, that's kinda of the cutoff.
0: Right, yeah. My theory is it's just uh when Facebook shows you oh, you have like seventy five friends in common that might be the uh the tipping point there. Um, I am uh, aware of you because I was interested in... You did uh, the Salon Saloon uh, series, correct?
2: Yes,
1: and I continue to do it.
0: Continue to do that. And I've never gone to one, but I always thought, that's, oh. that's great, and I should. Um, but I haven't. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No. Um. Oh, this is going to be one of those conversations.
1: I, you, you know because you, you don't want to barrel over the person. Um, I, I expect that we'll establish the rhythm at some point, you know, right? And and it'll be fine. But um,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, we do the Swan Swings every fourth Tuesday of the month at the Bright Lake Bowl, okay. and um, actually the twenty second is uh, is the the next one.
0: Okay, uh, and we'll be about fakes. Um, about what? Fakes. Fakes.
1: Yeah, things things that are fake. Mm, or. I like uh, it. They're not
0: true. Uh, they're decoys, things like that. I now you know, being theater people uh, or people <laughs> doing shows and stuff, I, I I dislike when people say, "Uh, I'll come and see a show," and with when they have no intention of doing so. But I I do want to come out and see one of those. <laughs> I'm not I'm not bullshitting there.
1: Oh no, no no that's <laughs> honestly I think there's a pretty acceptable amount of um leeway involved with that kind of bullshitting, I think in a way it's its sort of, I don't know, I think it's kind of harmless, because it's really hard for me to say whether you came to the show or not.
0: Right, yeah, you might have slipped uh, out early.
1: You, yeah, exactly, or I mean, you, you might needn't have even done that. Uh, you know, the things when you're on a stage, typically, and, and this is something I wasn't aware of before I started appearing on stages, you really can't see who's out there. Except no,
0: from, you can you
1: know, Like, you've got three rows, maybe. And then uh, anything past that point, God, that could be anybody.
0: Yeah, I was doing a uh, show two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, and my cool. bo- my boss was there, and I had no idea. And he slipped out uh, before, you know, we came out of the, the dressing rooms afterwards. And he yeah. says, uh, good show. I was like, what? You were there? No idea. <laughs> no idea. And really, when you're on stage, you shouldn't be concentrating on uh, who's there. Are my parents uh, watching, what's going on?
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or that extremely attractive individual that R S C P D yes on Facebook. I that they were attractive. Uh, <laughs> I <if> they're here.
2: <laughs> I
0: don't see them. I don't see them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh no. <laughs>
1: but I mean, yeah. Even with that thing where people say they're going to show up, and and you know, and then you know, maybe they. Yeah, I, I don't know, because I mean, you can't call them out on that
0: afterwards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, who's going to be that? There's so many people that do that. You would waste all of your time tracking them down and confronting them. You you said yes on Facebook. I don't understand why you didn't show up. I thought that was a binding contract.
2: I thought we had something.
0: You took point five yeah. seconds to say yes, so I assume you put a lot of thought into this. <laughs>
1: Oh, boy, these are not problems we had five
0: years ago. Nah. <laughs> oh, the world's a-changing. Uh, were were you at the Minneapolis Indie Expo last weekend? I was. Okay. Yes, I was. So I can recognize uh, you, you, too. So I can see. Oh. <laughs> I can, I, rec- I know what you look like. This is really creepy. Yeah. This is really creepy well, no, no, say, I, I know what you do. I know what you look like. Um...
1: Now, see see, here, here's the thing about this. That's very interesting uh, because I think that there is sort of a, an expectation socially that it's not appropriate to know that sort of thing. Like, it's weird if you know what somebody looks like, or, or you know, or you know what they do if you've never met them. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I don't think that's true. Um, I think that's wholly appropriate. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I, I have a general idea what you do. Um, I, I would. I, it's possible that I would recognize you. Know, you know, again, us being, I think, Facebook acquaintances, right, right. Um, yeah. So it's um, it's it's funny how how you know when, when when you talk to people, they they do sort of think, oh, I, I should not know who this person. Is. That's weird that, that I have this yeah. kind of established knowledge. But uh, you know, every, a lot of people do. It's, uh,
0: yeah, we do it's consume. Really aware. Consume and gather information in a much different way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of how it goes. It's um, it's it's very easy to be aware of people that you don't know in the formal sense of having, right? You know, shook their hand and said, "How do you do," <laughs> and all that.
0: But I haven't even been to one of your shows, so that's you know, it's it's this still this other step of removal. Like if I saw you on stage, you know, that's a different uh, excuse for knowing who someone is. But just solely through like internet information and social media information at that it's not even like i've gone to your i haven't gone to your brand new website uh because i <laughs> uh, i didn't wanna, <laughs> i didn't want to uh uh get too much information or anything before the the call right yeah
1: i, I didn't want to either
0: mm-hmm.
1: um um but yeah it's uh it's it's um yeah, I you know, actually how do you how do you kind of pick the stranger that you decide to talk to?
0: They have all contacted me, so I put up a form on the website and they oh, enter okay. their name and information. And generally it's been people who are like one or two steps removed from people I know. Um so it's yeah. all, all a little incestuous at this point, but I have had some uh some further off uh people from Germany, Alaska San Francisco oh. that uh, that are not exactly directly connected, so those are right. Those are in, it's all interesting. Everyone's perspective is uh, is kind of funny. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's yeah. When you would get into you know people that weren't living in the same city, that's I think that would be a different type of conversation. Maybe
0: yeah, it's a lot about culture or culture in the different areas, which I find. Kind of fascinating. Like the difference Uh between Alaska and uh, horrible Texas, or, uh, (laughs) you know, just, it's easy to make nice, broad generalizations. That's what conversation is about, right? Well, you
1: know, if the conversation backs those generalizations up, you know, there you go. I mean,
0: that's just how it works, I guess. There's a reason they're generalizations, because they're absolutely (laughs) true.
2: Right? How could they
0: not be? You yeah. couldn't say it if it wasn't true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I know you put on, on the salon saloon. Uh, what else do you? Let Let's get into you. Let's get into Andy. Uh, oh, what, yeah, of course. What do you What do you do, or what do you like to tell people that you do? Well, yeah,
1: I um, you uh made an allusion to the new website.
0: Mm-hmm. And what um, is that website? that is com. why of course
1: of course and so <laughs> so if you go to a website like com or mm-hmm. a, you know com, there's there's an about page right Right. and right. there has to be a couple sentences about the person whose website it is
2: you make um, a
0: lot of decisions about so, yourself in, in that creation
1: You're right you kind of have to make the call mm-hmm. um, and, and so I think what I said there was I said I was an artist writer and arts administrator okay and I think that all three of those things, um, you know, have their own kind of distinct parts of, of of what I do. But there's a lot of overlap there too. I mean, the practices, I guess you would call them, sort of bleed into each other. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think artist, writer, arts administrator, really covers like ninety percent of it. Mm-hmm. Probably more.
0: Well, it, it covers a large area. Plus, it combines to form some. It's not just its individual parts. It is a larger thing that makes up Andy.
1: Exactly. Right. You know, the writing will have something to do with the arts administrative part, which will have something to do with, you know, the practice of making the art, et cetera, et cetera. Um,
0: Have you you thought about shortening to AWA? A-W-A-A. Just say you're an AWA.
1: (laughs) Oh, Akbar? I don't know. There could could be something there.
0: You're the world's first AWA.
1: Well... (laughs) Oh, that could that could get me in a lot of trouble.
0: Um, <laughs> awah, awah. Oh, that, a right. Got to do. be. Uh, make sure not to accidentally pronounce an L. Right. 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 Right.
1: I think. <laughs> all we, yeah. But so so I guess that's uh, that's that's what I would tell a person that came to my website, okay.
0: which I did. <laughs> well, there you go. You've got this all. It's like you have this planned. What's going on? <laughs>
1: You know, I don't want to come off as too canny. Right,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. That's not what this is about. (laughs)
0: Hmm. All right, so...
1: So, yeah, I... I I, I, go
0: ahead. No, go ahead.
1: Oh, okay, well, because, you know, a lot of times when people ask you what you do, they're asking about, you know, your day job. Yeah, which Um, is
0: boring. And
1: I find that, well, you know, I find that to be less true with creative people, you know, when they ask you what you do or what you're working on. Mm-hmm. You know, about half the time they may be looking for your day job, maybe the other half the time they're looking, you know, to hear about what projects you might be involved in. Mm-hmm. But um, in case you are asking about a day job, I do work uh, as an artist resources manager at Springboard for the Arts oh. in St. Paul.
0: Well, I've got you, I've got all your locations and things friended all over the place, don't I? <laughs>
1: yeah, perhaps. <laughs> But you know that's why I'm
0: sitting from nine thirty to five thirty every day. Yeah. Yeah. I find when I'm doing, say I'm I'm teaching improv classes, when people ask what I do, they don't ask. Well, what what do they mean? What do you do besides the improv thing? It's like, eh, that is a less interesting answer. Because that's usually where I start off with. Because who wants to say I work in an office uh, nine to five?
1: Well. Yeah, I mean, that's, it kind of depends on how you, you know, self-identify, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's, uh, I, I had an office job not long ago. Um, you know, I've only been at Springboard for about a year and a half, maybe going on two years, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, before that I was working at the University of Minnesota Medical School. Oh, yeah. Yeah, straight up administrative kind of position.
2: That's... You know,
0: not,
1: not really the kind of thing you can
0: make seem like is something that it's not. <laughs> well, when you, once you get administrative <laughs> assistant or assistant, did I just add that in? No,
1: that, that's, that was my title. Okay, I think it was uh, executive administrative assistant.
0: Okay, all right. I didn't want to lower uh, the standing of your former position, accident. No, no, no,
1: I was I was all about having the lowest position possible.
0: Oh, good. Um,
1: actually, well, I, this is an interesting point. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Anyway, may I ask uh, how old you are?
0: I'm thirty two. Yeah, you how old? 32.
1: Oh, 32. Okay, I'm sorry, you cut off for a second. Okay, well, that, that's the same age as me,
0: um,
1: which is, is good. And the reason I ask is because I think we're probably about the, the, the we're kind of at the, the the tail end of, I, I guess, you know, what you might call it, a
0: generation mm-hmm. X
2: Generation.
0: Right, yeah. right? That Well, it was just yeah. expanded recently, wasn't it? Because I remember not having any generation, like, you know, when the state was on TV uh, right in the, in the MTV <laughs> age, we were we were nothing. X was beyond us. But now it's like, all right, you guys can come in.
1: Yeah, I think we were. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think we got grandfathered in. Yeah. Like, I remember like watching stuff like The State or um,
2: Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. It like, seems that were
1: totally, absolutely, one hundred percent like directed at Generation X people. Right. I remember thinking, well, I don't know that I don't really have any ownership of this. You know, like I, I, I get it generally, mm-hmm. um, but I think I'm a little too young. You know, for the kind of people they're going for, but but now you know you go back and you wash that stuff down and you think, oh God, yeah, this is this is absolutely me.
2: Yeah, this right. Is, this on. is
1: totally <laughs> right where we are. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think we've been grandfathered in, but it, it, the thing about that is, is I, I think that the the that that generation, mm-hmm. you know, whether we're going to say our generation or or that generation, approached work is it was really like I think an important thing to have a job that had nothing to do any of your like interests or abilities or passions Hmm. (laughs) and that a job was something that you had to kind of you know to make your rent and in 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 the less responsibility you had the better you know and in fact like the ideal job is something where you can go in and use a copy machine or a printer (laughs) or a computer
0: make some flyers (laughs)
1: Right, so flyers or themes or whatever and do that for, you know, eight hours Mm -hmm. and then, and not have anybody get in the case about it. And then, you know, go off and then do your improv work or your band or, you know, your screen printing business or whatever it is you did. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, like, you know, I think the people that are younger than us don't, don't really understand that. You know, I think that, that typically they think of a job as something that is like the, Sort of a perfect expression of all your abilities, interests, and talents.
0: <laughs> right. That would that would be <laughs> like ideal, sort of, but it's not really uh, uh, practical.
1: No, it's not practical. Um, especially now. That's the kind of weird thing about it. Like, I feel like when people had that sort of like, well, a job is just a, a job mentality. Like, there actually were jobs then. <laughs> you could yeah. Actually, like, and, <laughs> you could actually, uh, yeah, there, there were actual jobs. Um, you know, in, in in a way it was it was less practical to think that way.
0: That's an interesting point. Um hmm. but
1: yeah, I mean but all kinda of coming back to so the fact that you were not wanting to you know denigrate my contribution to the University of Minnesota Medical School. Right. As being just an assistant. Well that's absolutely what I wanted. That was exactly. <laughs> it. Like administrative assistant even seemed like, oh I don't know, that's edgy towards <laughs> a little more responsibility than I'm comfortable with <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think something better would have been like, um, uh, what's, yeah, what's, what, what, what's a notch below assistant?
0: <laughs> uh, pr- Gopher? Uh,
1: yeah, right. Gopher. Um.
0: Although that's it's, kind it's of literal been, at the U of M, isn't it?
1: And that's right. Well, no, because actually I did spend a lot of time running around the Gopher tunnels. There um, you go. Because they would say, Andy, go take this folder to Dr. So and so over in Moose Tower. All oh, right. He'll do it. <laughs> yeah you know, go a trip down the', the go tunnel and you know pop off for a, a coffee somewhere and, and you know <laughs> get back to the office an hour and all <laughs>
0: you have you have to right. set the expectation of how fast you can uh walk as fairly slow oh, right yeah, like of course Andy's not back yet; he is a he, slow man
1: he just, he takes his time you know he doesn't mean he doesn't do a good job
0: right. <laughs> He gets it. He gets it done eventually.
1: Exactly, and it's been done generally in the way that we have asked. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, that's probably no way to like live your entire professional life. But mm-hmm. boy, it was a pretty good way to live a lot of it.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, keep your head down until you're ready to pop it back up. Exactly. I think. Yeah. I I, I find the attitude of having a job that's that's different from. We'll just say what you are as a as a very basic way to put it. Um is is almost for what for uh one foot you have it in reality. Like I gotta make money. Uh yeah. I got I have to make some money to live a comfortable life. And then the yeah. other foot is in the I'm going to you know, there's there's paths. Like it's say if you want to be an actor, you move to Hollywood and blah 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 and get this deal and get that deal, or you get mm-hmm, sent sure. home crying um but there's sure. there's this attitude of kind of making your own path or making your own way of things, which is at least my oh, attitude, yeah. like you know starting up this podcast or starting up this neat project or or whatever, not necessarily looking for. Like the in to this uh this world, just kind of doing my own thing, and if that happens to fit, then great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um I mean that that sounds very familiar to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it seems um, it seems like you're a go getter in in the <laughs> in the respects of the the things that interest you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Or not necessarily folder-related go-getter, but
1: oh, well, right. I mean, there's, you know, you, uh, there's only so much energy that one has, and then you have to expend it in the <laughs> right. And these shoes <laughs> aren't really made
0: awesome. for running. These shoes are walking shoes.
2: <laughs> these are walking shoes.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny. Like actually, the guy that took over my job after I left the university mm-hmm. to, to to work at Springboard is also like a writer, and you know, a pretty well-known one locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really interesting during the interview process, you know, because, like, they wanted they wanted me to interview the the people, too.
2: Right, yeah. You know, and the
1: conversation I had with him was very different than the conversation I had with the other candidates. Because, you know, it basically, like, he'd sit down and, you know, we'd look at each other and go, okay, well, here's the thing. You're probably actually going to be able to get about three or four hours of writing done a day <laughs> on these kinds of days. <laughs> it had very little to do with, like, the actual specifics of the job, but it was more like, you know, what can I, what can I get away with? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect
1: and uh he seems to be doing okay with it so
0: uh i uh um the being in the in the lower position job which isn't necessarily what i'm doing right now but had done in the it,
1: past am I, am I permitted to kind yeah of yeah i what? do
0: i i oh. send out uh marketing emails uh for uh Uh, e-commerce company I don't I don't I don't design them I don't figure out who does what Uh, mark I don't make the strategy around them I just get the stuff and then like do the grunt work of getting them tested and sent out oh okay so uh you know I can do it and I can do it well but you know is it you know does it fulfill the soul no not really (laughs) but uh uh I've always had, you know, in the, taking the position that you don't really find too fulfilling, I always got nervous when I was at the position where people said, Wow, you're the best we've ever had in this position. I was like, oh, I, you mean I'm the best at stocking phone parts in this cell phone warehouse? Great. All right. Maybe I should look for something. Maybe I can make a little more money someplace else if I'm the best. <laughs> At this, aim a little higher. Aim a little higher.
1: <laughs> That's the great thing about like um, you know being like in in our early thirties and kind of having you know like job experience. It, it stretches back, you know, fifteen, twenty years. You yeah. Kind of realize how low the bar is.
0: Yeah. Well, people are it, desperate. For, well, if you don't steal, then you're you're <laughs> a pretty good hire. You're a pretty good hire yeah, in most no places. Idea.
1: I mean, even if you're keeping the stealing to a minimum, you know. Yeah. You're still doing better than like eighty percent of the people.
0: Right, and it's it's not a it's not even a thing of like, oh, I could steal from here. It's like it never even, you know, it's a thought that never even crosses my mind. So that's a that's apparently a rare attitude in some uh, some positions.
1: I I would say it is. Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny how that works.
0: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: That yeah, doesn't mean the at bothers. the
0: that doesn't mean at the office. I haven't collected my little uh, uh garrison of uh, scissors and staplers, you know, for my oh, yeah, for my desk. Maybe. That's that's uh, you you scrounge and scavenge, and then those are yours now.
1: Right? Uh, you... Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's 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 something entirely different. Yeah,
0: that's not taking it home. That is
1: no, that that's not like yeah. Well, you know, I mean. I need to... I got a pen right here, and I'm, this pen probably
0: came from work. Well, pens, they have crappy pens anyway. Listen, I, I get the, uh, uh, oh, what are there? <laughs> I don't know. This is the stupidest thing to be excited about, but there's the... There no, pens
1: am I'm, I'm ready to be excited about pens. There are What's these rollerballs,
0: <laughs> these uniball rollerballs, like Fusion or something like that. They write so yeah. smooth. They're wonderful. Those are those are really good. Yeah, um, I, I I buy them so, over Amazon because I want a good price on a lot of them.
1: Yeah. That's oh nice. yeah. Well, you no, know, that's the thing. Once you find a good pen, you you stick with it. Yeah. Um, I, I the the one that, that I've been actually extremely excited about, probably more excited than I've been about a pen for a long time. <laughs> um, and I used to work, <laughs> I used to work in an art retail store in college. It was like this mom and pop like art supply. Okay. Me. Um, you know, I worked for like six years, so, I, you know, I sold a lot of pens. Yeah, yeah. I in contact with lots and lots of pens. Um, but Sharpie, you know, the Sharpie, the, you know, kind of veritable, uh, uh, all to of the, 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 marker industry. Right, um, yeah. It like a writing pen now. And it is so good. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the ink is, is, it's indelible. It doesn't bleed. It's hmm. smooth. They last a long time. It, it, it's like a felt tip, but it keeps its point. I like um, it. it just, yeah, I mean, it's, it is a really good pen.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I used today. to
0: uh, uh, use uh, Micron uh, Pigmas when I I drew. But yeah, I'm sure there was plenty of ink left in there before I ruined the, the tips on those. They're just so... Uh, well,
1: yeah, I mean the micron is kind of my go-to pen mm-hmm. as well, actually, as far as like for drawing and, and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And and, and the, the the sharpie pens are not as good as the microns,
0: right? You know. but, but they're um... uh, a a versatile uh, writing utensil.
1: Yeah, they're close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 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 pretty close. So yeah, there's probably a bunch of boxes of those and keep in your closet, and just oh boy, it's so <laughs> good knowing that they're just there for you.
0: I, I'm, uh, I'm kind of, you know, everyone looks at me kind of weird, but I'm happy to, uh, find someone with, uh, uh, unusual, uh, not unusual, but probably not, uh, uh, no, I lost my train of thought. Well,
1: I know what you're trying to say, but you A, desire for,
0: to a, des- people. a, a <laughs> desire for, a desire for, a good pen.
1: Yeah, and, and to those people that are, are not excited, at, you know, like, it sucks to them. They, they pens <laughs> just as much as we do.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: they're living in some kind of a twilight world where they can't bring themselves to appreciate, you know, this thing that they use every day. <laughs> I mean, what kind of way, What kind of life is that? I
0: don't know. If you are not amazed by a pen, then maybe you have higher <laughs> expectations for what life has for no, I... you. <laughs> well. I got some bad news for those folks. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. That's as good as it gets. Maybe a good steak and a good pen, and then you know that's that's kind of the top.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know what these people are expecting out of life, but <laughs> boy, oh, boy, in my experience, yeah, <laughs> you get a good pen. You're uh, you're not
2: doing bad. Right. You're
0: you're pretty set. You are doing good. You're in at least the top ten yeah. percent of happiness.
2: That's it's. it's, it's, it's it's possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't want to blow these things too out of proportion, but uh, you know, I can think of things a lot uh, less productive to get excited about than a, a good writing pen.
0: Like, uh, I don't know, celebrity divorces.
1: Well, yeah, right. I mean, that uh. that seems to be uh, uh, something that is
0: on people's lips. It seems much more innocent to get excited about a pen than uh, than a uh, Cardassian. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: well, I mean, I think it's just, it just—it this has a lot more to do with your kind of like your 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 really tangible
0: quality of life. Right. right. This this all—I mean, it's this is in my life <laughs> bubble. This is something I can reach out and touch, not something in a different right, bubble is, that doesn't uh, really affect me.
1: Right. This is this is something that I can control. You know, this is something I have control over, and if I do well in this area, um, you know, th- there's a tangible benefit to
0: that right and that doesn't um, mean my penmanship oh. has increased at all it still looks horrible like chicken scratch oh. and only i can read it but i can <laughs> uh, but i can make it uh not smear and write smoothly that's right they're not smearing. that's a big big part of it especially with
1: those gel pens yeah, yeah.
0: um
1: the gel pens are very smudgy
0: a, a pox God,
1: Jeff. I just like, think it, it's occurring to me that i could I could talk a lot about pens i mean <laughs> well, I just, you know like in, in a not that I'm saying we should do this but right. I'm right thinking you oh, man I'm just getting warmed up i mean <laughs> I, I do you think are there any pen
2: podcasts up there
0: I don't think there are listen if you want to start a pen podcast, <laughs> start <laughs> reviewing pens and uh maybe maybe talk to some inventors pen who? it seems to be- there's a niche out there for that, I think. <laughs> how many how many people uh well, you know, it's all about finding your your niche in this day and age. What is, what is your podcast gonna be about? What is your show gonna be about? Well it's gonna be tailored tailor specifically to people interested in various types of pens. To the pen
1: community. Which, mm-hmm.
0: you know, actually is a pretty big community. A lot of people anyone that uses pens is in there. You know pen who uses you know who uses a pen? Who? Everybody. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is not a niche yeah. market. Everybody uses a pen. Yeah. This is gonna. This is gonna be a huge podcast.
2: It, it could be. There,
1: that, the, this is so close to being a good idea. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, like, it's, it's Teetering right there on the line. Right.
0: <laughs> you you probably wanna <laughs> wanna take it in a, a kind of zombie movie kind of route where the pen discussion is really. Uh, uh, a metaphor for something else, you know. You're, you,
2: right, I mean,
0: consumerism sure. or something.
1: Right, or the the sort of the, um, you know, the technology outstripping. You know, you can that whole angle too. Right, when you're talking about the the, the death of, of print and mm-hmm. you know, the, oh yeah, uh, the printed word and, and these kinds right. of things. And, I mean, I actually I am uh, this winter as part of the Arch Shanty Project.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, you're doing I'm an teaching. art shanty, huh?
1: Well, I'm 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 participating in an art shanty. I'm doing a, it's not really a performance, but okay. it's like a an, an an event. Um and it's actually a pendantship class.
0: A, really? Yeah. So you're gonna be out on the ice in a shack teaching people how to a... Yeah. Interesting.
1: Exactly. A classic a classic Palmer method.
0: I you know, uh you're gonna have to uh go further into that.
1: <laughs> well no, of course. I mean I, I um I, I think that it, it, it gets into uh a lot of these things that we've been talking about. But um you know specifically uh so I, I do a lot of, of kinds of illustrations, mm-hmm. right? A lot of you know drawings um sometimes for publication and um the one thing I can never you know was, was not quite liking was my own handwriting. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can do these these very nice sort of printed alphabets. Okay. You know, it look really good, but, but just like, just the kind of the handwriting, I was thinking, there's got to be a better way to do this. So I was going back and, and studying, you know, like the Palmer Method, which is what they taught starting in the 20s, and then probably, again, this generational thing. We were probably about the last generation to learn that, I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Just as a way of getting, like, my own, Penmanship to become invisible, you
2: know. Right. Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Just so like a person can read it and read it well, and not think about because you know I can do fancy writing, you know, the fancy writing with the G dropped off of the word writing, mm-hmm. um, apostrophe at the end of it. That that's no problem. Like you know, titles, calligraphic things, all that I can I can totally handle that. But when you just need to write out like a block of text. Mm-hmm you know, in the context of like an illustrated say, tour of the, the restaurants at 38th street, uh, you just want like a hand that's going to be invisible, you know, that just conveys the information clearly. And that's what I was missing. And so I'm going back and like kind of relearning all these, these sort of different types of, of handwriting. Uh, yeah, you know, it just became very interesting sort of, I and mean, there's this whole history, you know, right. behind these different, these different types of handwriting and, uh, it just seemed like the kind of thing that might be interesting to teach people if they were inclined to learn
0: it. So right now, you might think this is really boring to me, but it's not because <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I've I've taken a look at my own handwriting and gone. This is not an optimal way to make a, uh, a M or a P or well, you know, M is pretty straightforward. Up down up down up down. Um, but yeah, I've I haven't done anything about it aside from making two T's together, uh, share the same, like a slash. But beyond that, I haven't really analyzed, uh, my own handwriting recently, but I've been, or I haven't, I haven't changed it, but I've, I've observed it and gone, there's, this is a mess. Something needs to be done about this.
1: Something's gotta be done. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and there are all these different ways to handle this, uh, that, you know, people have spent the last 200 years, uh, working with so you know so I tend to get it back out there oh. um it, there was actually this style of penmanship called the Spencerian method okay that that was taught in the nineteenth century and it goes all the way up to the twentieth century um and it's uh you know it's a type of handwriting made for 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 business people you know to like basically write quickly and uh and 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 well mm-hmm. and and legibly um so I'm thinking
2: I might like to try to teach the Spenserian
0: method. to <laughs> so, you know, people do stuff mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, when I called you, um, yeah. I figured, all right, we, we've got some theater things in common. That's probably what we'll end up talking about and, <laughs> uh, and relating to uh, in this conversation. You know, not planning it ahead. But this right. this is a weird thing to connect on pens pens and penmanship is an odd is. kind of get or odd kind of uh yeah relation
1: it does but you know I think it, it follows a very logical trajectory mm-hmm. you know if you, if you take the whole conversation back to the beginning um, you know there's some
0: some logical steps there yeah some some there's some art in there it's all a basis of uh making things look nice.
1: Right. You well, know, You know, which is the exciting thing about, like, a conversation and the purest sense of two people talking, sort yeah. of a negotiation. You know, right. Figuring out, like, how, where are we going to go with this? What do we have in common? And, and you know, and, and so in this case, it, it happens to be pens and There you go.
0: Yeah. I wonder if I could go back and kind of mark the beats in the. it seems like a lot of work. But going back and seeing, like, where, you know, where struggles happen or where where common topics are found or how how are they come upon so it's, it's oh a, yeah a weird analyzation well
1: that's that's where you probably want to get some isn't there uh, wouldn't that fall into the rubric of um, what do they call it evaluation mm-hmm. like I mean the, 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 the field of evaluation um, like evaluation is a discipline I think is, is sort of which is, again, one of these things I didn't know anything about until I worked at the university.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, these people come in and say, oh, well, you know, I, I work in evaluation. I go, oh, well, that's nice. You're like looking at things. I go, no, I have a master's <laughs> degree in evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from college. that costs more than, uh, you know, and, and <laughs> all the money that you've cumulatively seen in your entire life. Uh, and I'm go, oh, God, okay. Well, so that's a thing. Um, maybe, maybe you need to bring on, like, an evaluation intern and have the money to these and, like, Okay. <laughs> you know, sort of like it's a, it's a very scientific kind of thing uh, approach to that.
0: Yeah. Um, Who? All right. Who at the U of M do I talk to to come to my uh, uh, dirty house and listen <laughs> to podcasts in my basement? <laughs> I can I can probably expand that to about a paragraph, jazz it up a little bit as a proposal. I think I could get
2: well
0: <laughs> people champing at the bit there.
1: Well. You know
0: you're gonna get the wrong people until you get the right
1: person uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Listen, so I, <laughs> i've got a i've got a nice studio set up i've got uh, uh egg crating behind me and a blanket held up with clamps on the other side it's a uh, oh and uh uh let's see there's uh c d strewn about and an organ that doesn't yeah, work yeah. and uh a uh, carcassonne box <laughs> and printer paper a lot of houses have this. yeah.
1: Organs that don't work is, I think, one of these kind of. Uh, you see, those a lot.
2: There
1: yeah. are a lot of households in America that have an organ that did not work in them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all about this little uh, this power adapter. Yeah. Anyway. Well,
1: there's there's somebody out there to make you realize this dream. You know, it, mm-hmm. it may take you a while to find them, but.
0: Uh, yeah. But uh, uh. It. Yeah. Ships in the night. Exactly. Just well, met haven't met. Uh. Uh-oh. All right. Where does it go from here? Yeah. I kind of poo-pooed the organ <laughs> thing. That's
1: well, no, I, you know, the organ thing is, uh, I mean, is it one of those organs that came from, like, um, I don't know what the name is this. That's, it's
0: not even an organ. It's a keyboard. I just misspoke. Just a crappy oh, okay, keyboard so I got like, oh, from Oh, so uh, like like, so it's like, like an electronic center. keyboard. Yeah. Huh, it's okay. old and I heavy and about one funky. Those... Yeah.
1: I thought you were talking about one of those, like, um, organ organs. An electric organ that you would plug in and it would have, like, wood paneling on it.
0: Yeah, my uh, grandparents used to have one of those with the big... Exactly. Like, two levels of keys and, like, these big, like, fatter-than-your-thumb switches that Mm -hmm. uh, change the tempo that it played from, like, samba to tango. Um, Yeah, and tango has, like, little machines built into them. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, those, I, I thought you were good. I think you you do go over to people's houses
0: a <laughs> lot. <and do laughs> Me?
1: I feel like I do.
0: Oh, the go so you see those in people's houses? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah,
1: like one of just just like the mysterious huge, like enormous wooden yeah. uh, electric
2: cube.
0: And uh uh the pedals were these there were a lot of there there weren't just like there were a lot of pedals. It was like a third set of keys down at the bottom on this yeah. thing. These long, uh, we'll say phallic-looking uh, uh, pedals. Yeah, yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah, and I think it was the kind of thing that, like, you know, when people's grandparents would go to uh, the mall, I would presume, you know, probably in the 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, um, yeah, and they have, uh, oh, they used to have, like, you know, before malls got wrecked by whatever, um, they used to have <laughs> stores with pianos. Or stores with right, organs, exactly. and that's all they I, sold. Actually, yeah, no, and I was trying to think of the um, uh, the specific chain because
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I, I
1: feel like there there was a chain that, that pretty much dealt exclusively in, in these things.
0: Yeah, I know we have a Schmidt Music up by where <laughs> yeah, I live, that's it. But yeah, that's kind of in general just bigger. I guess it's just bigger instruments. You're not necessarily going to go there to get an acoustic guitar or anything.
1: No, yeah, you're going to go buy a piano or uh, like an electric organ. It's going to, it's going to, you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's gonna, you know <clears throat> sit in your grandparents' house until uh, <laughs> such a time as it's not useful for it to, to be anymore, and then it's going to go to like a Goodwill, mm-hmm. and then it's going to go, and here's the final step here, into like a punk rock party house.
0: Oh yeah, totally. You're, you, uh, uh, yeah, not not really a frat house, but kind of a no a house yeah, that a bunch like, of uh, uh, liberal arts folks are living in together.
1: Yeah, like nine of them. Mm-hmm. And um and one of them has like super long hair and um you know, yeah, and they they've got like uh uh a poster on the wall, like uh you know, like a photograph of Walter Benjamin you know, <laughs> Art mechanical reproduction, which is like kicked to the wall for some reason.
0: Right, right. And next to that <laughs> is uh is a chart of chords.
2: It's exactly. So it's a chart of chords.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> like ah, that's how you and, play an um, A sharp.
1: Yeah, and then there's, like, a coffee table with, like, a bong on it,
0: and, um... <laughs> well, this is college, you know, probably...
1: all... Yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, I feel like every punk rock party house I went to, they're like, oh, all my 20s had at least one or two of those organs in them.
0: I don't think they got it from Goodwill, though. I think they just, uh, found it on this, you know, uh, at the curb, <laughs> curbside.
1: <laughs> well, it could be. I, yeah, I never quite... Actually, I mean, you know, now that I think about it, I had one.
0: Um, <laughs> now that you think it was... about it.
1: Well, well, it's not one of those things that was kind of, I mean, it wasn't like one of the really heavy ones. It uh-huh. didn't have like pedals or anything, but it was just the kind with like the, like the screw in legs and okay. it came up to like.
0: Yeah. If the legs come with it, you know, that's a, that's a different beast than these <laughs> keyboards where you have to buy your own. Leg. It's mine is sitting on a cardboard box. So classy. <laughs> if I want go, yeah, go yeah, to go to a mean, concert hall, I bring this uh, cardboard box and set this keyboard on top <laughs> of it and I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, you're, you're 21, 22, and, and, you know, you're living in your first, like, house, and you're thinking, what is the thing that adults have in their house?
2: <laughs> you know, I think
1: they might just, fly, or, you know, things, adult things adults have in their house that I can afford.
2: Right. Um,
1: you know, they flash back to grandma's house and think, that cord organ. Right. And, and that's, that. it's that. So, you know, that's because I think that's the cord organ. I think that's the terminology I was
2: yeah.
0: missing out. Yeah, I think the upper, yeah, the upper keyboard was just for chords, wasn't it? I think you pressed yeah, one yeah, button absolutely. and it played a chord. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you, know, you can do the entertainer or whatever on the, on the bottom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, so, but... I th- we had to wash our hands before we touched the the keyboard because, you know, we were uh awful dirty kids, right? Uh, right, But wow. yeah, remember no, specifically, because it's got to be hard to clean those keys, although we're touching keyboards all the time, and that's never a rule.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, because I, I never got the sense that those things were played other than when the grandchildren were. Right, grow. yeah.
0: No, Grandma doesn't sit there going, uh, are you going to be reading your book? All right, I'm going to be playing the <laughs> entertainer uh, down here for a while. <laughs> so again with the entertainer, this is... Marriage is not going well. I think if someone plays inter- the entertainer on the organ alone, uh, that's a sign of trouble.
1: That's a sign that, that is the person I want to marry. I, <laughs> <sounds> great. <laughs> there's just
0: yeah. There's some. Uh, it's like the bag floating around in uh, in American Beauty. It's, like, oh, it's the <laughs> most what beautiful, of, what sad been, what person. <laughs> Playing the entertainer on the organ.
2: Yeah,
1: I guess so, but I I, I don't know. That that again, um, there is something profoundly appealing about that. Uh... Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: See,
1: I think we've got our rhythm where we we, we talk about something and then you suggest that um, it's 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 some you know thing to be shunned by polite society. <laughs> but
2: I say, well, no, wait a second
0: here. Wait a second. I mean,
2: just hold on one minute. <laughs> These
0: people are so, um, people I want to know. These are the.
2: <laughs> I just,
1: I, I, guess, I, I must have really deviant angst or something. <laughs> uh, that
0: hit, there's, there's something about the, the, the loneliness that kind of uh, that hits my funny bone. You know, someone yeah, uh, so sad and lonely is like, ah, uh, that is hilarious.
2: I, I think but it's the whole
0: uh, royal tenenbaums kind of attitude. Like everyone is irreverably uh they're broken to bits. And that is funny.
1: Yeah, funny, but they didn't end in in touching.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I uh my my grandparents lived in Montevideo, which is way out west like an hour. It seemed like forever away. No,
1: I I, I, I um I, I dated a woman from Montevideo. Oh yeah? Um so I got to know Montevideo pretty well,
0: actually. So did you actually go out and visit Montevideo? I
1: mean, that's the funny thing. I never quite did. The relationship didn't last that
0: long.
1: Oh. I didn't long enough for it to get to that
0: point. Right, to go back and...
1: Um, but but I heard a lot about uh-huh. Montevideo, and um, I, I feel like I do actually have like a, you know, a
0: better-than-average understanding. Of, All right. Of video. Uh, the whole well, Montevideo thing. Let me explain this to you, then. Uh, no, my, oh, please, please, My grandparents... Uh, uh, Back when my dad was in high school, no, my mom, uh-huh. my mom's grandparents, uh, when she was in high school, they bought what was called the bud house and that was, bud house? yeah, it was a big old, not a mansion, but, uh, uh, like a three story, four story Victorian. It was a huge oh, house yeah. that, uh, the mayor, the disgraced mayor, um, owned <laughs> and they bought it and he was still, uh, living in it at the time. Um, everything's uh, turned off. So he has like a campfire in the living room. Um, so wow. they were, they had to restore the whole thing, but that, that's the, that's what kind of house it is. This is gigantic house that was, you know, used by two people, um, after the kids left. Um, so there's, there's these four stories and then there's this long staircase that scared the shit out of me, uh, that goes sure. to the basement, um, which is just, I have dreams about it sometimes that there's all these corridors because I never fully got a good like handle on the basement and where it went and how yeah. how I didn't want to spend too much time down there. Um uh, but well, that's no, no, that's no. where the ice chest was, the the big old ice chest and also oh,
1: the ice chest and probably like the coal chutes and, and and all that shit. Yeah. But, um
0: yeah, yeah, oh but, sure. But also that's where the pool table was. Oh so you know they, they didn't have the organ in the basement. That was in the entryway, of course. Of course, that was in the entryway. But in the in the long, dark stairway to the basement, that's where the pool table lived. And there are right. so many spots. I get yeah. Now that I think about it, there's so many spots in that house to put a pool table that isn't the basement. But first of all, don't getting that table down to the basement is a work in itself. But, uh, yeah, I you, mean, you have a. To down the yeah. Yeah. Piece <laughs> by piece, putting it back together. Like, uh, 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 like Johnny Cash's, uh, Chevy.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. One, one piece at a time. Was it a Chevy?
0: <laughs> Am I saying, uh, or no, Ford? Uh, the, the, um, oh,
1: shoot. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I
0: can't remember which one. Oh, well. Probably. Uh, Ford, I think. Maybe, yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, there's. That, yeah, it's weird when you, just, like, just now when you grab a moment from your past and go, "There's a lot that didn't make sense there."
1: It's true. What? What? what um. Perhaps we can learn something about the uh, the beginning of the life of this pool table mm-hmm. uh, by taking a look at at the end of of life. Right. The for it is it is it still in that basement?
0: Uh that that house was sold, and they're in Arizona now. So it might still oh, be there. It might uh, it might have gone, this This isn't going anywhere. This goes with the <laughs> house.
1: <laughs> you never know. I mean, yeah, it was because I was wondering if it, if it had been removed at some point. Or... But yeah, you know, who knows? Who knows?
0: Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, grandparents loved pool. I think they still love pool. That's the thing that grandparents enjoy.
1: My grandparents are from Cincinnati.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh you know, home of the Cincinnati kid. Um probably oh no. I'm getting no, that was that was cards, never mind.
2: Right,
0: right, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Minnesota Fats is, is uh Right. Okay.
0: Right, never mind. So I, you're I'm, saying oh, your grandparents were card sharks?
2: I
1: <laughs> Well, I was saying yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> no, my parents were from Cincinnati mm-hmm. and, and they didn't even have a pool table. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't make sense because no. I accidentally put parents instead of grandparents, right, right. and I was completing Cincinnati with Minnesota. Um, so just scratch that whole thing. All right.
0: All right. We'll We'll uh, <laughs> we'll erase that from tape. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Definitely. I wanted to get into pool in college, and I bought a pool cue, like a nice 100 bucks, whatever, on screws, has a case. I uh-huh. used it five times. Yeah. That's about that's, oh, a case though. That's that, like that's I know, that's a that's big thing, right?
1: Yeah, it is. Um there was uh yeah, my freshman year of college there was a pool table in the like the the common room area and uh and there was like some guy that uh had like a pool cue inside you know, like a box uh-huh. that he would bring out. Yeah. And uh, you know, and he had a he had a he had a uh, girlfriend in high school too.
0: Uh <laughs> oh, so so you got uh what kind of say, did he wear a fedora or maybe a trench coat.
1: <laughs> I think you <he> could... <laughs> Um You know, yeah. A Fedora, uh, you know, the little uh, like a trench coat. Right, right. Um
0: now full disclosure. I, they, that, was that was me. <laughs> that was that might have been me. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! The archetype of the fedora Uh, (laughs)
2: guy—that's
1: that—that is an archetype whose whose time has come. I think it's it's really—I don't think there's—yeah, because that was a very specific sort of person, and um, they have not gotten their due.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. They they, they thought uh, I really like Humphrey Bogart, and now I'm going to go to the costume shop and buy this fedora.
1: Yeah, my brother was like that. He he wore a fedora for years and years and years, and it, it, it was animated by that same impulse. Mm-hmm. You know, he really loved Bogart and Cagney.
0: Yeah, um, I was more of a Cary Grant <laughs> fellow, but still.
1: Well, yeah, there's that. But you know, but then he was also like, but then he had like a ponytail and braces. And
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah and, you, and it doesn't occur to you at that age. <laughs> That's like you know the the fedora. The fedora is not not mitigating those, those right. factors.
0: It is not transformative. <laughs> it is one piece of an ensemble.
1: Exactly, an ensemble that you are not even aware of that right. you have, but that uh, you know enough time has elapsed that we can go back and we can celebrate it now.
0: Right, I, I think. Did you, you
1: have like braces on a ponytail too?
0: Um, I had no. I had braces in, uh. <laughs> college cuz okay. we got to yeah. it kind of late um or after after college actually Ugh, that was a long time ago didn't oh. have a ponytail <laughs> i had shoulder length hair in high school and I, in elementary school i was really excited about my rat tail oh yeah of course yeah that was All the right. that was the time um <laughs> let's see but yeah the, the hat is just so recognizable as like this is the thing that's making that person that i'm watching cool yeah. I'll I'll just uh, crib that for my own personal style. Exactly. And then, that yeah. then that should set things right with the world.
1: That should set things right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, and like, <laughs> a pair of sensible New Balance shoes. And, uh, <laughs> right, Yeah. <laughs> like green corduroys with like a uh, like a like a like a hammer holder on the side of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, probably a vest. A vest of some sort would be. <laughs>
1: Yes, like a vest from Wilson Leather. Uh, you know, it was kind of a, a brushed uh, leather on the front and uh, like uh maybe some you know, like studs, a material.
0: <laughs>
1: this is all sounding very familiar.
0: Yeah, I think we make fun of uh, because it might be so similar.
1: It was. It was close. It <sighs> was close, you know, I, I, I don't even know that my intention is to make fun of. My intention is to. To celebrate these
2: pioneers. Right,
0: right. That, it's, uh, yeah, it's not making fun really of it. I think I was taught <laughs> by uh, when I took a sketch writing class at the Brave New Workshop that someone was trying to, uh, someone was very left-wing and trying to fi- write a scathing, like right-wing uh, parody or something. And they go, you oh, know right, what? Of course. Uh, it's it's going to turn out better if you come from some place of recognition. You know, if you if you make fun of your own uh, failings or faults. And that that always made, uh, that really stuck with me because it made a lot more, a lot more sense (laughs) rather than jabbing at things you don't, uh, you don't understand. Right. Admitting to what is wrong with the way you, you know, you are or what you're thinking. Yeah. 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 And God,
1: what would you even call those types of fedora guys? I don't,
0: I would call them uh myself in the mirror, <laughs> yeah, man in
1: the
0: mirror <laughs> I did buy a costume Fedora in college. I was that guy. I'm not lying about this Hi, that's no, not a joke, that's not a joke. I lost it I in uh Italian class. I think I left it in Italian class, and uh, I was like,, <laughs> eh, I guess that's the end of that. I'm not going back to look for it. That was probably a bad idea to begin with. And then I kept walking. Oh. I'm halfway across the bridge, uh, going back to the door. Oh. I do not need to go back and get that.
1: Wow, the fish tail falling off your eye. Oh. <laughs> the end of innocence. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, tragedy leading to realization that maybe it isn't a tragedy. It's time
1: to, yeah, it's time to move on. I, I, I You know, there, there will be other fedora men out there, mm-hmm. and there will be... And some guy's going to find that hat and, and put it on and think, this is awesome. <laughs> and then go back to his dorm room and watch 19 hours of... Uh, oh, um,
0: yeah. uh, out, The Outer buff. Limits. Uh,
1: yeah, Outer Limits. Uh, yeah, yeah, Outer Limits. Um, oh, probably Buffy, yeah.
0: Buffy in, in our time.
1: Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> this hat is kind of like uh, a Stephen King novel. The uh, What's the one with the gypsy... Where she curses someone, and that curse just keeps getting passed on from person to person. Oh yeah, I think that uh, thinner, yeah. thinner, thinner, thinner. Uh, right, right, right. So yeah. s- someone else is this this waste, you know, gets this wasting away curse until it's passed on to someone else. Same way this hat right. is transforming someone into an asshole uh, by each person that discovers it. Well, those are strong words there. Uh. Listen, I'm talking about myself, so it's all good. <laughs>
1: I realize that, but even even asshole seems a little, (laughs) a little, little strong for, you know, you know yourself better
2: than than I do. Uh. Yeah, I don't think, I
0: I, I went through a phrase where I thought, maybe I'm just an asshole, maybe I'm, maybe that's the metaphorical hat I should put on, but it, it, you know, it just doesn't, I'm just lazy more than an asshole, I think. Right. Like I, I I can only bring myself to care about so much.
1: Well, you know, there's there's we we, we, we choose the things that we, we care
0: about the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I can't you know I can't go out of my way to be rude to someone. That's what an asshole would do.
1: No, yeah, no, that's that's yeah, that's that's where an asshole is coming from. That's, a, that's Mine is totally more
0: an things. inconsiderate uh like not realization that uh I did something dumb.
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah, that that seems fair.
1: Yeah. Yep. Not not a disregard so much as a... Well, just no regard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like these conversations because I find out a lot about the other person, but a lot of it gets uh, uh, just kind of boomeranged right back at me, and I go, oh, crap.
1: Wow, yeah. It's it's kind of a journey of self-discovery.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the way you're finding out stuff about other people you know with stuff you don't think about on a normal basis because you know you have your friends yeah. and all you know you have your friends and acquaintances and you kind of end up having the same conversations over and over again just different variations yeah. you don't really dig any deeper but here you know it's it's like uh, well, there's this whole world which I'm not I have not talked about like ever yeah. since college when we thought every conversation was the most important thing in the world <laughs> Exactly. That's right. We used to drink a uh, Captain Morgan and have these really deep conversations while watching conversations
2: Billy
1: Madison, called. right? <laughs> you are Buffy the Vampire place I <laughs> think uh, the case <laughs> may have been.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Self discovery.
1: Well, so that so you you've you've uncovered a lot.
0: Yeah, we've discovered a lot. Maybe, maybe you, know, you haven't opened your own eyes yet, Andy. What have you learned? Well,
1: I, you know, this—I uh, I am curious about the fedora archetype, and I, I think this <laughs> actually bears a little bit more uh, investigation.
0: Yeah, um, I think there's I think, a think that... a uh, kind of knee-jerk reaction to just kind of label the person in a shallow. Shallow way, just going. Oh, this guy thinks yeah, they right. look really like, cool in a fedora. But what really drives? What is missing in that person's life that causes them to get that fedora?
1: Right, or even what? Yeah, what? 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 What are they hoping to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and are they are they accomplishing it? Right. Um,
0: What's the goal here, guys? Well, yeah,
1: yeah. It's um, you know, I like that because it's a recognizable subculture of
0: mm-hmm. some kind. I guess subculture is probably the right word for
1: it, but um. It hasn't been kind of identified and tagged, and Mm -hmm. uh, even to take the kind of the Marxist view of this uh, commodified. Uh
0: uh, Well, I think the problem is it takes a lot of work for someone to really commit to that. uh, They really have to go, uh, you know, feet first (laughs) into this whole fedora thing.
1: Well, I'm going to look into this. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Now, I'm not against dressing dapper. I don't really do it that much, but I would love to. Oh yeah, but, that's,
1: you know, the, get... but we're not. Yeah, we're not talking. We're talking about
0: something totally different. Yeah, we're, we're talking about yeah. you know one item void of the rest of uh, a symmetry. Right, the fedora guy. Right, they are a little top heavy in their fashion sense. A little bit, exactly. A little, a little too focused on the cabeza, and a little less on their footwear.
1: <laughs> um, yeah right, putting them together.
0: right. maybe if they had a fedora and some Ellen Edmonds and maybe sus- some suspenders maybe they could uh, make a go of it but uh, yeah
1: well you know my brother did do the suspenders that's definitely was, that was <laughs> a really big part of his ensemble so um, and I'm presuming you didn't
0: I did not do the suspenders okay, you did like one of those leather weave belts right no I did not I did, I did not <laughs> hit that uh, did not hit that level of uh uh, like that's a great idea. <laughs> I don't know if my belt okay. necessarily matched my shoes all the time, but I did not have a weaved well, no. belt.
1: Okay, well that was that was my default uh, belt for, for a while. Oh yeah. Was it
0: oh, yeah, was course. this weaved belt a lot longer than it needed to be? It was anyway.
1: <laughs> yes it was. Uh huh. <laughs> Hide in a kind of interesting, uh, somewhat creative fashion at yeah, the end yeah. of it, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like a like a <laughs> s-
0: second penis hanging out there for the ladies what? to. uh well,
1: Right? Was... No, that was suggested by by any member of a uh, any number of youthful tormentors. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm mean, a terrible flashback to to eighth grade. Oh boy,
0: what happened in eighth grade? <laughs>
1: Oh, we went. We went this whole time without a, a dramatic flashback, but uh, we, we got it.
0: <laughs> is it too too traumatic?
1: No, no, no. It's pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty
2: modest. Mm-hmm.
0: I think middle school, just in general, is a big traumatic experience. It's like oh, yeah. it's like you're getting born again. It's like you're being shoved through the, uh, through this unrecognizable tunnel um, to come out as a new person in high school. Right. You're, ma- you're you're leaving the soft womb that is elementary school into this horrible uh, uh, light. You know where someone has to slap you on the ass to get you breathing again, and then you emerge in high school.
1: Yeah, I I suppose so. Although boy, I, I had a much better middle school experience than I did high school experience. Really? Oh yeah. I think that's probably less common, but um hmm. yeah, unquestionably.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I uh, was uh I was uh middle school is where the, the label nerd uh got got levied and, and Oh yeah, there. definitely.
2: But but yeah,
0: but but yeah, definitely. But there were other nerds that were, you know.
1: I don't know. Maybe I just I felt like there was more of a nerd community I could tap into um, because I have this very vivid image of, of of being in my high school for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you know everybody's sitting in the cafeteria and you know it's like that moment of truth. where I've got my my cafeteria tray mm-hmm. and I am trying to figure out what group I'm going to sit with.
2: Right, where do you go? And it was
1: it was these two groups. It was like the the alternative jocks,
2: uh-huh. and I
1: think that was a thing in the nineties. Uh, it could be like. You know, you you could be a jock, but also, you know, listen to like um,
0: Nirvana, man.
1: I, yeah, right. Yeah, except Pearl Jam. Yeah, right. Um, and and then these other just kind of like I just sort of indistinguishably unpleasant rich kids. Huh. <laughs> and i remember trying to make the call, and I and I just remember thinking, you know what, I'm not going to have any friends here. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of these groups, this, I am not going to hang out with either of these people. I'm not going to have any friends. And you know what? I wasn't wrong. Really? <laughs> Pretty much the way. It, oh, yeah. That's absolutely the way it shook out.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, and, and just out like of curiosity, which, which group would you have picked?
0: Um, <laughs> I probably would have gone with the, the alternative jocks because they seem a little less like jerks.
2: I'm, yeah. I'm throwing yeah.
0: around, we're all throwing around judgments all over the place here, but my experience with the, <laughs> with Jocks in high school was generally negative. Um,
1: oh, oh yeah, yeah, unquestionably. But, you
0: know, in, in, uh, you know, I took choir for, since middle school through high school just because not I was great at it, but it was what I did. You just right. fill into this, uh, uh, you know whatever Fall, fill into a slot, whatever it was just something you you were and you did, and there were plenty of uh yeah. football kids in there who uh-huh. weren't there t- for a credit. they were there because they enjoyed it, so that was like oh, oh. Uh, what all right Wow. so oh, that's pretty good listen i I think all groups have all sorts of people of a rainbow of personalities and talents that's not what I thought in high school, or middle school, or necessarily
2: college.
1: Nor nor, nor what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I probably would not have chosen the jocks. High school me would not have chosen the alternative jocks.
1: Exactly. And and I think we're thinking along the same lines here, because I I actually did choose the indistinguishably unpleasant rich kid. (laughs) So. I hung out with indistinguishably unpleasant rich for four years.
0: <laughs> nice. That sounds yeah. That that sounds like a not so fun high school experience.
1: Well, yeah, you know, in comparison to middle school, where I did have like uh, I think what we would now call a crew, <laughs> uh, it it seemed less ideal. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think uh, middle <laughs> school was where I I I really came into my shyness. That was really where it uh, where it was. Going full blown. I think in high school, uh, the confidence kinda came out more. So that was Oh that was a okay. better experience for myself. Um, yeah.
1: Well that's yeah, I I think I wonder actually what ended up happening mm-hmm. is for the indistinguishably unpleasant rich kids, I became kind of their art mascot. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sort of the you know, so he, this 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 weird this weird kid, you know, with like hair down past his shoulders and like dumb seventies outfits,
0: and mm-hmm. you know,
1: this is our weird Andrew. You know, our, this is our weird friend. Show him how weird you are, Andrew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they were Jabba the Hutt, and you were that little guy that laughs next to Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yeah, that little. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: exactly what I was, yeah. Um what was his name?
0: Uh, uh yeah someone'll someone'll know it. I... <laughs> some guy with a fedora. <laughs> but but um,
1: yeah, that was that was that was pretty much it. That uh. was that was that's a pretty close um pretty close summation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, maybe the tiniest little bit of sublimated slave Leia thrown in there. <laughs> <laughs> A golden chain right, uh, right.
0: on my neck. Andy, what did they do to you? <laughs> <Wow>. uh, <laughs> they could have been more Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could <laughs> have been more slave land. You were just the right amount. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, you had right.
0: the looks, but not the uh not the slate part.
2: Right, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, were was in a metal metal lingerie. Which,
0: uh, right. You like to show off your assets <laughs> in high school.
1: Yeah. No as we all do yeah but yeah I'll take a middle school over
0: high school no yeah middle school I fell in with the nerds and then high school I had those I had those guys you know and those were my friends throughout high school but like starting at the end of freshman year was the the theater uh, acting person that came out it's like ah this is this is the the thing this is the thing And then you get to college and realize, oh, all right, everybody is pretty good here. Hmm. (laughs) Guess I'll focus more on the improv?
2: Yeah. Find what you're good at.
0: Find what you're best at and do it. (laughs) Yeah, college is a shocker, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah.
0: There are a lot more people in this general vicinity, doing the same thing I do, than I uh, care to think about.
1: Right. Yeah. There were there were quite a few. All um, right. But uh, you know, it's, uh, I had a pretty easy easy going time in college, as yeah. I imagine most people did.
0: Yeah, unless you're studying to get past like a, a medical exam, it seems. Uh, oh yeah. Road. Well that. For the artists, for the artists we know, uh, college was pretty, yeah, pretty easy going. Yeah,
1: that's a different, yeah, that's a different, uh, that's a different situation. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Oh boy. If you went to class, you could do pretty well in college.
2: Yeah. If you actually
0: go to the lectures and not skip biology lectures, because your friend who skips biology lectures gets A's on his tests, and for some reason you don't. Huh. (laughs) mysterious Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well I think in
1: college too you start <laughs> pardon me you start thinking of yourself in kind of a uh, broader sort of terms you know kind of putting yourself into a uh, uh, context mm-hmm. sort of culturally and sociologically uh, and I think that's an exciting place to be yeah you know where you're realizing oh okay I'm going out to like rock shows every weekend well so are a lot of other people and they're all seeing these these same bands that I'm seeing and and uh and and people are going to talk about this someday because I'm at this show that that, that, that in ten years people will, you know I, I, I will still be thinking about. Um, I, I, is that hitting a familiar nerve for you? Maybe
0: not. I, um, I think no, uh, maybe a little bit. I was still. Uh, <laughs> it was easier to. It was easier to stay in. I think I ge- in oh, general yeah. I opt for staying in even back then. It's like I'll just uh, yeah, chill yeah. out here.
1: <laughs> you guys go on.
0: Yeah, That's right. I'll watch my tapes of Futurama again. But you guys oh, have fun.
2: Serious, but...
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, college was the first time where it was like, oh my god, I can go out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, can, I can do whatever I want, and and I will. You know, I, I can. I, people will recognize me if yeah. they, they see me a second time, which uh, is something that had not been Higher two.
0: I think what I hid in college was more of a, a hangout time. So we had, uh, I think yeah. the video games were the thing to do. Um, they were. When you weren't studying or even when you were studying. They were, you, yeah. know, you go down to Cory and Sean's room and play Street Fighter, or not Street Fighter, but Tekken and Bond. And that was, that was,
2: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Every uh,
0: possible moment. The, uh, Goldeneye, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Although I think like in retrospect now, I, you know, like when I, when I was in college and, and immediately afterwards, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was always, you're always dumping out these people that were still hung up on high school.
0: You yeah, know, yeah or, like, oh, they're, the person wearing they're the letter
1: jacket. Time. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're still hung up on that. And you think, well, you know, man, nah, I, I live in the future now. I'm going to all these <laughs> shows. They're going to be legendary 10 years. And, like, people know who I am when I'm walking around the campus. You know, But then I think you you, you run into the, the, you've got to be very careful, I think, when you're negotiating the rest of your 20s that that you're not that guy that's still going on about the punk rock party house you lived in Mm -hmm. where there was a bunch of crazy organs all over the place (laughs) and no one even cared because it was so (laughs) awesome. I I find that I have to really watch myself, (laughs) Uh that that I, I don't get too, like, hung up on the glory of that sort of dissolute useful uh,
0: right, yeah.
1: early 20s kind of scene
0: <laughs> there were 10 organs everyone was high and we were playing the flaming lips erica on four different uh cd players <laughs> at the same time
2: dude that was the best <laughs> Oh
1: god! And even as I scream that mockingly, there's a small part of me thinking, like, no, he really is the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that was pretty. That was pretty I'm fun really when ready. you got that to sync up. It was uh, like, wow! <laughs> it's coming from four different spots: my computer, yeah. uh, the, <laughs> this uh, Walkman <laughs> with some uh, extra speakers plugged in.
1: <laughs> oh god! Yeah, you see, you you got to be careful. Yeah. Or or you will be you will be the psychic equivalent of that yeah. guy with the Letterman jacket.
0: Right, yeah. The uh uh, uh to bring to bring it back to the future here, um yes. you know, just like, like college you realize how much bigger things are than yeah. you are or what a bigger world is, but with the internet it seems huh. like uh you know, you've got this, it's even larger. It's even larger than college. All these groups of people and all all stuff like this. But everyone seems so desperate to get out their individual, individual, uh, why can not I say that? Individuality. Um, yeah. Or, yeah. There's, it feels like there's a desperation of people to be unique in this much larger social uh, scene than college. And that's, I don't know. I haven't, uh, that's just a thought that formed. It's not a fully formed thought. I was just uh, uh, kind of going on there, but
1: yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I there, there may be something to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I, I, I think that's right in some sense, but then in another sense, it, it doesn't seem that much different than
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know the way people seem to be comporting themselves at that
0: time. Right. It's not like we can change the way our society necessarily talks to each other. It's just a little more, <laughs> little less. Important. Little less personal, at some points. Yeah. But then again, you can yeah you can find those groups that fit exactly who you are. You can find those uh, podcasts talking about pens in the forums around that pen (laughs) podcast.
1: Which thanks for reminding me of that, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Feel like I almost forgot about it. Uh huh. Write that down. You go ahead and start
0: that one. I'll start a people stepping on eggs with their bare feet podcast. Right?
1: Oh, are you sure you want to go down that road? I
0: don't want to go down that road.
1: Yeah, I mean, there there could (laughs) could be some real blowback there. Uh Uh, I I think if you're not careful. (laughs) (sighs)
0: don't don't want to get any... What's that? Don't want to get any angry letters. That or, uh, like people who are upset (laughs) about my, my flying carpet from Aladdin fan fiction.
1: Oh, well, that's that's pretty, uh, pretty inflammatory.
0: Right. Yeah, I know, um, right? But I'm just
1: saying, if you start a podcast about people stepping on eggs with their, their bare feet, (laughs) I I would just be ready to deal with the fact that you could not possibly anticipate the, uh, it's amazing, um, the the massive right the massive interest in that subject that there is <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: with certain people.
0: Yeah, no, I, there are strange <laughs> kinks all over the internet. I, I I do not want to step on this more metaphorical eggshell uh, <laughs> Egg as well as actual eggshells. So. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't be an amazing money making venture because I think it's impossible. possible if it was well done, if it was tasteful,
0: right? Um, they can have their. They can keep to their own subreddit. That will be fine.
1: It's <laughs> actually, yeah, you know, the more that you think about it, you know, because that's your pitch right there. It's mm-hmm. like, well, there's a lot of websites where you can look at amateur video of people crushing eggs with their, their bare feet, <laughs> but there's only there's only one that gives you. The full experience in a tasteful and discreet uh, and professional way.
0: That's right. You got to find you know, what your niche Eric is. Eric's
1: put Smash Right. <laughs> we and,
0: deal with egg and crushing with class.
1: Right. You know, you're using, you're only, you know, like, you, you look at these other ones and they're just going out to Cuddle and buying, you know, bulk 24, mm-hmm. you know, grade B eggs. So that's no, not no, us. No, you know, not. we're you, going to. We're going to our <laughs> farmers
0: markets. We're going to our organic yeah, look at the
1: eggs straight from the farmer. You <laughs> can look at this, you know, this nice yellow, rich yolk. Right, right. It, we want something
0: We want a one rooster to ten hen ratio in the eggs that we <laughs> that we crush. Exactly. We want to make sure our hens are loved before we crush their baby uh, eggs.
1: Exactly. We just want to make sure that you're getting the most out of your experience, mm-hmm. and we are not sparing time or expense to make that the best experience. <laughs> can be. Yeah, if, that's, that is a good angle.
0: If, well,
2: I mean, it
1: legitimizes
0: it. If you're niche, or niche, what am I? niche? Yeah, it's niche. I would say niche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: what you, is work you, you uh, see written a lot more than you hear?
0: Right. Only assholes say niche. <laughs> what? Um... <laughs> no you, you for every niche there's a you can go down further than that, can't you so you got the egg steppers, but then you got mm-hmm. the organic egg steppers and uh, right yeah, and exactly. you, and you go further and further down the spiral everyone wants to be you know you can be uh ovo lacta vegetarian or you know <laughs> you just you just yeah. keep uh specializing specializing until you find the economic uh podcast ratio that'll make you the most money for more eggs
1: yeah and then. None dollar signs.
0: Yeah, cha-ching, and then you're beating out Adam Carolla <laughs> in the podcast area, and bam!
1: <laughs> oh, a podcast that many seem to revile. Oh yeah, I've never heard it. No, I mean I, I expect that I would hate it, but
0: um, it's too often for me. It's it's like daily, isn't it? I think it's daily. Oh, is
1: it daily! Oh god, I can't
0: I can't, I can't that. spend that much time. I need my podcast to come out once a week or once a month to be able to consume them in a, in a reasonable oh, yeah, amount of No, yeah,
1: no, I mean, yeah, I, you I, oh know, God, yeah, I got enough on my hands about, oh, I mean, I just think of my list of podcasts, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's always just way behind.
0: Yeah, yeah, because if, if you, yeah, if your podcast is the Adam Crowell podcast, and that comes out daily, then that is your podcast. That's that's it. You don't have, you don't you don't have time for anything else. He's using up all the time. He's using up which is again that's, all the podcast not a good
1: angle. Mm-hmm. You know, you find your people, and you just make it so basically
0: they can't commit to anything else. That's right. If you don't want to fall behind, you have to listen every day, because right, right, because the plot. <laughs> you, if you, it's like a soap opera, right? If you, you miss one day, television. how do you know what happened? The plot is thick on the Adam Carolla podcast. Oh, mystery yeah. and intrigue!
1: I mean, you'll miss the nuances of why women are dumb if you miss yesterday's right yeah. about the specific way in which they are dumb.
0: Right, you are going to be totally lost, like the one you watch Major League Two after not watching Major League One.
1: Wait, women are dumb?
0: What? This is news to me. Adam hasn't brought up this before. <laughs> What is oh, this the good. right podcast I'm listening to? <laughs>
1: I literally have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a terrible world we built by ourselves.
0: Uh yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh all right. How are you doing, Andy? Well, I'm 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 good. I'm good. Good, good. Uh how do you how do you pronounce your last name? Uh Sturdevant. Sturdivant. That is totally yeah. not what I would have said ever. It would have been like it's what? it would have been like Cervantes or Sur. Cervantes,
1: yeah. Uh, it uh, rhymes with croissant in Vermont.
0: Ah, it's nice yeah. when your name rhymes with something. It does. Yeah. It
1: actually took me a long time to figure.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I the Vermont
1: and croissant only occurred to me recently for some reason. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's well, a yeah, good memorization technique
1: yeah
0: yeah. So that, that is the, the pronunciation. How do you know that uh, McEwen. McEwen. Okay. Yeah. McEwen. Not McCowan, Not McGowan. McGowan. McEwen. McEwen. Okay. Got it. I don't. You know, you get so you've you know that's what you've said all your life, and you can't even recognize you're you're to the point where you don't even know if the letters in the word really spell to make a sound like that. It's just Yeah, you know, that's that's how those letters make a sound. That's M C K E O W N. That's McEwen, right? How can it how could anyone not see that? It's so how can, natural. How can, it,
1: how can it ever be different? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think people people need to give a little more slack on the on the pronunciation of their names. I think they get a little, no, yeah. little wounded too quickly. Coming from an Eric who's spelled with an A, you know. And
1: an A, yeah, yeah. How did
0: your parents make that call? I think Eric was a popular name at the time, but they wanted it it to be different. So they went Gaelic Ah. with it. That's brilliant. And so, you know, uh, after 12 years of school, you know, uh, 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 required school, you know, then you go, hey, it's not so bad to have an A uh, on your first name. But for those twelve years it's not yeah. the it's not the best.
1: All right. Well we're past it now. Yeah. We're back on top.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I've had more <laughs> years not in twelve years of school than I have had in. So it's 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 better now. Ugh. Oh, we should a good old feeling. I think we need an it's get it gets better campaign for people with names that are spelled funny. <laughs>
1: Because it's
0: true, it does. Yeah, I was, because I was. Listen, I was born with my name. I, I, it's not a choice. No, no, you know, Sa- same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Not to, uh, not to belittle the. It gets better campaign because it is uh, good work. It does. It is. It they is do
1: it is important work. But, but still, yeah. And this, there's a lot of ways. It's- one can approach
0: it Right. We've got, we've got our our, our uh, uh, bad name or a, uh, misspelled name, Niche, here.
2: It's all about the <laughs>
0: niches and who's being oppressed. So many niches. Yeah. And they're also good. They're also lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You want to wrap this up?
1: Uh, uh, yeah. I, if I, it, it feels like we're at
0: a, a uh, good stopping point. Uh, yeah. And my bladder is full of water. <laughs> There's something you, talking for this amount of time is unusual. You know, in not, not in a theatrical setting. So you forget how right. dry your throat gets in these cert- situations.
1: It does, yeah. I was thinking I do yeah
0: need
1: to, to to get some water. Oh well, actually in a meeting at, at three, so
0: Yeah. Well, there it gets to Just that. Yeah. Well, Andy, thanks for uh thanks for Take an inter- interest enough to take a convert. See this this whole wrap up thing sounds so much less impersonal than everything we've been talking about. Uh, so uh, fuck it, let's forget that part. Um, good talking to you. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, I've had enough. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, see you around. See you around. Uh see if I
0: see you. Whatever.
1: See you
0: on the funny page. Yeah, That's a good one. No, I, I. Um, I... We'll make it to a to a salon <laughs> saloon sometime. I just have to have to have the presence of mind. I think.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you, you you would you would actually be a uh, uh, an ideal, you know, uh, uh, choice for a guest at some point. I
0: well, I think I should so. see it first before I'm a guest. That's you, you
1: should see it before. Yeah. That yeah, seems rude. I
0: mean, just... oh, I'll see your show when I'm in it, Andy. <laughs>
1: <Sure>. <laughs> I'm very <sorry>, sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and and, and I uh, I too will now uh, you know watch your your Facebook feed with a uh, a renewed interest.
2: Right. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: you know. Nice. I have I have a better <laughs> now, now understanding have, who this Andy guy is now and why I should pay I do, attention I, to.
1: I do, and I I too have a have a, a deeper understanding of of uh, the Eric McEwen thing.
2: Right. Uh, yeah. But
1: that goes a little beyond my my earlier
2: understanding,
0: <laughs>
1: which uh, I seem to revolving primarily around uh, missing mustache
2: rangers. You know
0: yeah yeah there's a it's so you know it's a thing it's a thing To it, it, to it's you know if you have a thing that's constantly there to promote i don't know i don't right. i don't know what this how to use this facebook thing properly
1: well it's, uh, it's, it's tough season, but i will i will be very excited to hear uh this episode and for the episode uh episodes from here on is it is it on iTunes
0: Yep, it is definitely on iTunes, but, so you can search for Eric McCune or Better Strangers. Everyone listening, you can search for Better Strangers and subscribe and rate and review. No, I'll bring that in at the end. So impersonal. Hey, uh, you sound like you're
1: talking to someone that's not on the phone with you. What? <laughs>
0: oh, that's What's going weird. on
1: here? There's people listening
0: in. You're recording this? No, no, certainly not. No, certainly not. <laughs> No, I'll let you know when <laughs> this, this wasn't is on. was part of the deal. <laughs> uh, we, we've got John Tate, mister. All that uh, talk about dealing drugs. Um,
1: all that drug talk, yeah. And all the, the, uh, all that...
0: I think there was some slavery talk in there, too. We've got you... Uh... Well, there was a little bit. Yeah. Know? I
1: mean, it's pretty hot now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> gotcha.
1: My, my former supervisors at the, the University of Minnesota Medical School. Right. We yeah. <laughs> just shocked at the charade that I... Uh...
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know they're constant. They're constantly googling your name, seeing what <laughs> yeah, Andy's right. up to now. What happened to that slow guy?
1: He must be doing slow things somewhere else. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right, time to wrap up. I will. I, all right. I will see you sometime, Andy.
1: Yeah, I will. I will see you as well. I all will right. look
0: forward to it. Good, good. Good talking to you.
1: Yeah. Good talking to you too. Eric. Have a good rest of your Sunday.
0: All right. You too. Hey, right, See you. Bye. And there you have it. Thank you, Andy, for taking the time to talk to me. You can visit Andy's website at the website we repeated over and over throughout the podcast, or it's going to be on the show notes for this show. So go there, click on it, visit Andy's stuff. We talked a lot about middle school in this conversation, and the conversation actually reminded me a lot of middle school, and that is when I made a lot of my nerd friends, which I, you know, I was... I'm not saying they were nerds and I was not. I was definitely and still continue to be uh, a nerd. But the conversations we would have at lunch tables would just go off on these tangents. And we'd make up these people and these worlds and just keep adding on and on to it. Like the like the college house with all the organs in it. And just the people who live there. And the posters on the wall. And just making each other laugh. And this felt a lot like that. We were having... We got into pens, yeah? Listen, there's nothing wrong with a good pen. But we got into some deeper stuff and some interests, and it was all mixed in with a delightful amount of... I just play, I guess. Let's call it play. So I think this conversation was actually a very good balance of play and substance. And it's weird being analytical about the conversation afterwards. It's like when I was trying to wrap it up. It just... It it takes on a different feeling like I only had the conversation so I could go back and review it. And that is not the case at all. It was its own I'm gonna say delightful again. It was its own delightful thing in the moment. And then afterwards, hey, we're gonna take a look at it. So again, again, thank you Andy. Visitors website people. Andy Surtevant, Vermont. Friends with Vermont and Croissant, Surtavant. That's gotta be right, right? I'll re-listen to it. Thank you once again to Brad Sucks for providing the theme music to the show. You can find more Brad Sucks music at bradsucks.net. All his music is free, and it's also, you know, you can pay for it like you would a normal album. Just because something is on the internet doesn't mean it is without price, and it's worth it. If you would like to participate in the conversation, you can go to noisepicnic.com and click on the Better Strangers section. And there on the right side, you'll find a link to submit your name, phone number, and information to me. And uh, eventually, I'll get to you. We'll uh, chat after I call you. If you could be so kind, so kind, go on to iTunes, type in Better Strangers, and subscribe to the podcast there. And also rate and review it. That really helps new people find the podcast and listen to it. And them listening to it helps more people find it. And, you know, tell people about it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Leave some comments on the website. I'd love to hear from you right on in. The email address is betterstrangerspodcast at gmail.com. And listen to all the other splendid Noise Picnic shows. That's noisepicnic.com. All right. I've taken up your time enough. Go on and listen to Adam Carolla now. See you next week.